You're listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast, episode 12. Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Phil Burgess here, and welcome to episode 12 of the IT Career Energizer podcast, where I interview experienced IT professionals, consultants, and experts from around the world each week. Today's featured guest is Gail Stafford. Gail is an experienced IT consultant and author of several books, including Getting Started in the Information Technology Field, with or without a technical degree. Gail is now an independent management advisor who helps clients improve their organisational performance. So Gail, can you fill in a few gaps around that brief introduction and tell us a little bit more about yourself? Sure. So uh, I am right now working a lot with uh, executives and working much more on strategic issues of organisational performance. Uh, and that's a, a great thing and a great change for me in my career. Uh, a lot of my career has been in, in IT yeah. and most of my career in IT. And now I'm working more with executives uh, and working on process improvement and um, productivity and uh, leadership effectiveness. Uh, still, my, a lot of my job does involve, of course, making good use of IT uh, to get the work done. And uh, that's a little bit about how my career has shifted over the years. And I am presently in San Mateo which is near the city of San Francisco. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm part of a consulting, uh, a member of a consulting division that works with the San Mateo County Health System. And, uh, and then in my free time, I also run um, special events and workshops for uh, professionals that want to improve in their coaching capability. Right. And uh, that want to um, improve in their consulting skills. Okay, that sounds like you've um, moved on a bit from your initial IT career then. Yeah, so the IT is still a really important part, I think, of just being effective in my role. Yeah. Uh, and I continue to follow IT trends, and and um, I watch very closely everything happening with IT and with startups, especially here um, living in the San Francisco area. Can you share with us a unique career tip that the IT career energizer audience need to know and probably don't? Sure. So I think everybody knows a couple things already, which is that you need to be known for, you know, getting things done, getting producing results. You also need to be known for having good teamwork skills, for being a good collaborator. Yeah. So I think that's well established, but I think what what a lot of people don't know is just how important your mindset is in your work. And so I'll elaborate on that a bit. Uh, you know, mindset defined in psychology as, you know, the basic attitude or your belief about something. And in my case, I'm talking about the mindset for, for your uh, growth in your work. And so specifically, I'll just talk about a, a study that they did that proved how important the mindset is to what you do. And what they did was in this study, uh, they took housekeepers that worked for seven hotels and they took half of this group of housekeepers and they just told them a couple of things, brief presentation. They told them how many calories their daily work 
burns when they're doing housekeeping and how similar their work of vacuuming is to cardio exercise. And the other half of the group didn't get any information about this. They were just, uh, you know, part of the control group. There was nothing, no information given to them. So they measured them before at the start of this experiment. And then several weeks later, they measured them again. Mm-hmm. And they found that the group that had information about the benefits of their work to their well-being and to their fitness, they actually improved, even though they didn't do any additional work. They were doing the exact same workload as the other group, the control group. Yeah. Uh, they, they improved on certain measures. They lost weight and they had lower cholesterol. So I, I use this as an example to show people how important your mindset is, your basic attitude is when you go through an experience and especially, let me let me talk about how this applies to careers. A lot of times in your career, you um, you know you get handed interesting projects, you get handed fun projects, and those are great and you love them. But I think a lot of times, especially when we're starting out, we get things that don't that are not so fun. They're, we're kind of handed a mess. Maybe it's a system we have to manage, an application we have to manage, a team that we have to lead. And I, what I want to drive home here is the point that. When you're handed things that are not ideal, that are not optimal, try to work on your mindset and ask yourself, what skills can I build in this difficult circumstance I am in? So what new skills can I develop in myself around becoming more resilient? Uh, resilient what, what new technical skills could I develop? Uh, what new process skills could I develop? And, and teamwork skills. So there's a lot to it, and a lot of it, what I'm getting at is just the growth mindset that you develop really determines your ability to thrive in your career in the long run. Yeah, that's interesting. In terms of um, that sort of psychology, it's probably also useful for people who lead teams or manage people because sort of providing that psychological view obviously helps to build effective and efficient teams as well. Oh, yes. And I think the great thing about this is if you learn – to kind of become the master of your own mindset, your own basic attitudes about work and about learning at work. It is infectious. It does, it, is, it does have this contagious effect on others around you and it does really inspire them to want to learn more and grow more. Uh, so people do feel attracted to the, to working with, type, with those types of professionals, you know, who yes. are really interested in their own growth and learning and they have this kind of lifelong commitment to growth and learning. Uh, and it, it'll take you very far. Yeah, I totally agree. I've worked with a couple of individuals I can think of off the top of my head who have that sort of um, very positive outlook and are able to energize teams just by the way they look at their career and what they do. So, yes, mm-hmm. totally agree. Yeah. Great. Um, okay, can you tell us about your worst IT career moment and potentially what you learned from that experience? Sure. So I had uh, responsibility for University of Illinois, and I was running uh, an IT service for the university, which was the campus email system. Uh, it was an old system. It was being retired, and it took a really long time to retire the system. We're talking it was uh, easily one year, at least a year, you know, to retire this this old unwanted email system. Uh, for me, you know, it was a really boring part of my career. The reason I say it was the worst moment is that I just wasn't learning anything because I was, I had a lot of skills around that email system, technical skills for managing that system. And as we retired it, I realized, oh, you know, all the time, the years I spent learning and acquiring technical skill around email system and 
and, and, and so forth, it, it's just not relevant because the system's going away. No one really liked the system because it was old. It was outdated. We were replacing with a new Microsoft Exchange uh, service for email and calendar, uh, which was a great thing. And I, I just remember that was a very hard part of my career, just dealing with the fact that I was, I felt like a, tied to, I was kind of tied down to this old service until we could retire it. And I wasn't really doing anything really exciting. Uh, I really like, I learned from that, that I like to be working with things that are new and different and more, more about the future and not so much about the past. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you like the cutting edge of technology. I do. I like to follow, you know, a lot of startups here in the San Francisco area. I'm really interested in what's, what's the latest thing coming out. Uh, and I like to, you know, be an early adopter. Okay, so do you find that personally you may get bored quite quickly? Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, yes. I, I, I tend to enjoy creative work more than, much more than, say, routine um, and highly structured work. So I, that's right. partly why I enjoy the challenge of consulting and coaching and working with people. You know, there's a lot of creativity, a lot of flexibility required to do that well. Yeah. Um, so. The, a very technical role. It just wasn't using my strengths. It was it was not challenging me to grow. So I was really happy when we finally retired that system, and it was definitely <laughs> a moment of like freedom for me when we got it. Yes. Got it Moving on from your worst moment, can you share with us your IT career highlight or greatest success, and how you were able to achieve it? Sure. So this came qu- quite recently after retiring that email system, or, or and it was this project was starting up during that phase of retiring the email system where we started up this learning group to work on developing more effective leaders in the IT uh, professional community that worked for University of Illinois. So our goal there was to create an internally run, internally planned, internally designed leader development program that's a six-month program for IT professionals who wanted to excel as, um, say, in their first time as a manager. Uh, or maybe in some cases they were, their job was to manage other managers. All, but all these are in IT. Uh, these are all people working in IT departments across the University of Illinois. So that was great. Starting that group up, I was the co-founder of that group. I helped to design the whole, um, the, you know, the whole focus of the program and to design six modules. And then we recruited a really good team of facilitators that did the real work of the finer details of what we would actually present, and they did the, the actual work of presenting. Uh, but I was really happy that I got to be a co-founder of a really exciting new leader development program uh, that every year continues to run, and I continue to get postcards from those guys um, with each you know new graduating cohort of students. Yeah. Uh, so it's still going on here, you know, five, I think we're at like year number four or five. Or, wow. And um, yeah, it's great. It was a great thing to put you know, some of my different skills for coaching and developing uh, leaders and put that to work. Yeah, that sounds great. What one thing excites you about the future of a career in IT? So I'm more convinced now than ever before, especially now that I'm not strictly inside an IT department. Um, I I see IT a little differently because I'm not sitting and embedded in that that IT team right now, but I see how clearly um, I see very clearly that IT is so important to the success of any strategic initiative. In in my view, like if you if you want something to improve, like a process to improve to become more efficient, let's say you're in healthcare, 
Um, it, it ultimately does come come down to getting good IT systems and getting good processes uh, in place through the use of technology. Uh, so I, I'm really excited about IT. I'm really glad I wrote the book about um, you know, getting started in IT careers. Can you tell us a bit about your book? Yeah, so I wrote it primarily for the person out there who, who doesn't necessarily have a degree in a technology discipline, but they're curious about IT. They've found that, uh, so if you're out there and you have found, hey, I, I like to, I like to figure stuff out with, with software, with computers, um, with websites, maybe you're that person that just likes likes to tinker, likes to figure stuff out, uh, and you found you're pretty good at it. Uh, that's the kind of person I wrote the book for to help them decide uh, what is their path to get some entry into this field. Even if they don't have a degree, how do I get started in a small way? Uh, or if I'm already in a degree program, how can I, you know, use my opportunities while I'm in in that degree program to start to get experience in IT. Um, so I was just trying to give people an idea also of how to think about the, the, the kind of the relationships and the communication and the learning process of, of coming into IT and, and being good at what we call the soft skills, uh, which are, which are just as important, I think, as the technical skill and the functional skills. Yeah. So that, that's, I wrote this for, you know, for people that, were pretty new to the idea of an IT career, and they wanted to evaluate it and make a decision based on the book. And where's the best place for people to get hold of a copy of your book? Uh, I think the best place is Amazon. Uh, that's that's a, a good place. But really, it's available on multiple platforms. Like if you read eBooks, then you could find it on, you know, Apple, iTunes. You know, and you can find it on Amazon Kindle and and other. I've got it across a number of those ebook platforms, and then you can get the paperback through uh, through Amazon. Um, yeah, we're going to move on to the reveal now, which is a, a quick set of questions. So, are you ready for that? Yes. Okay. Um, so, what attracted you to a career in IT in the first place? So, I, I from the eighties, from the nineteen eighties, I I just found. I love to learn about how computers worked. I, I was good at it, figuring them out, good at explaining them to others, and, and I just found I was good at it. I love to tinker. So Okay. So when you say the 80s, what were you using at the time? Uh, let's see. We had a Commodore 64. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was my first computer. What is the best career advice you've ever received? So I think the best advice is really that planning is essential. Uh, and and there's a quote on this, planning is essential, but plans themselves are useless because something unexpected always seems to come up. However, it is essential to have a plan and have a direction and have a, a really clear intention about where you want to go with your career. Yeah, that's great advice. If you were to begin your career again right now, what would you do? So I would start from the very early part of my career on project management. I, I entered that later. However, I think it would have been better if I started with project management and with training and coaching teams very early in my career. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's, it's interesting when you say that. A lot of people consider that every role in IT has to be technical, um, and that's not necessarily the case. So I think pro project management, although it has technical elements to it, is a good example of a career path within IT that doesn't necessarily have to have the detailed knowledge some might expect. Yes. What career objectives are you focusing on right now? 
So right now I'm really focused on executive coaching, helping uh, people become more effective as leaders. And then, so I'm working on uh, initiatives that involve CEOs and senior leaders that are strategic in nature, that are focused on quality improvement and improving the focus we have on our customer. And, uh, and that's generally what I'm learning is how to be a good coach, how to be a good consultant, and work at the strategic levels of an organization. What's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career? I think the number one is skill that's non-technical. It would be organizational savvy and collaborating across boundaries and across departments. I, you know, I find more and more so many systems are complex. There's a lot of collaboration required across boundaries and across departments to, to get them to, to run well and to continuously improve your system. So I think the ability to reach out across boundaries, build um, effective relationships uh, it allows you to really go much further than someone who's just purely a technical expert who, who can, who's not very sociable and not a very good communicator. Yeah, I think that's, that's a very good point. Um, I think IT has historically struggled with communication and uh, personal relationships. I think, I think that is definitely an area that, that needs to improve within the IT industry as a whole. Yes, it's, it's a, it's a, Really important thing, and, it, and the great thing is it can be practiced. You can practice at anything and improve anything, and I think that goes with communication skill too. Can you share a parting piece of career advice with the IT career and Joyza audience? Sure, I would go back to the importance of your your commitment to lifelong learning and commitment to what I call developing a. a a performance psychology, developing this high-performance psychology through reading books and through, through reading books about successful people. Try to study the psychology of successful people in any discipline. doesn't matter if they're, they work in IT or, or elsewhere. But try to study the psychology of these successful people and the mindset that they brought to their, to their work, to their career, and learn from those people. Uh, that's what's helped me to kind of stay on the ball and continuously improve in my career and continuously advance and like move into different, you know, phases of my career pretty, pretty smoothly. So I think, uh, yeah, work on, you know, understand psychologies, understand the psychology of success and read as much as you can and listen to as many podcasts as you can and just try to apply it in your own, in your own career. No, I agree. I think the more you can learn um, and the, the more effective you'll become. Um, and finally, what's the best way we can find out more about you and connect with you? Sure. So you're welcome to reach out to me through my LinkedIn uh, and also through my website. So my website is just gailstafford.com. Uh, you can type me into Google and find my website. You can type my name into LinkedIn. You'll find me on LinkedIn. And, uh, yeah, I'm happy to talk with uh, IT professionals who want to get in touch and um, – yeah, running different groups, learning groups, coaching groups for professionals, including IT professionals who want to learn how to become more effective leaders. So they're welcome. If you're interested in that, please get in touch with me. Okay, it sounds great. Gail, thank you so much for joining me on the IT Career Energizer podcast today. It's been great chatting with you. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Well, I really hope you enjoyed this week's chat with Gail Stafford. You'll find full show notes for the episode on the website at itcareerenergizer.com slash e12. And while you're at the website, I'd really appreciate you leaving me any feedback you have about the podcast. 
such as subjects to cover and guests to invite onto the show. In next week's episode, I'll be talking with Robin Fisher of NetGain Technologies. If you haven't done so already, please remember to subscribe in iTunes to get this and future episodes automatically downloaded to your device. And if you're inclined to do so, please leave a rating and review in iTunes about the show. So until next Monday's episode, have a great week. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.